Wrapping up 2016. Welcome to episode 51 of the Mastering Embedded Systems podcast. I'm your host, Georg Lohrer. This is the podcast for everybody who is interested in having more success in his project work. We are close to the end of 2016, and to be honest, I'm really exhausted. The after effects of my wife's knee surgery last longer than expected. So my day is filled with family efforts. For my youngest son, I have not known how much laundry a 70-year-old teenager really produces. So, And another activity is keeping our house in some kind of good shape and uh, preparing meals or having lunch available, including shopping, is another one. Let's have a short look back into 2016 in this episode before we focus on 2017 and how things might continue. What were the big episode topics we have had in 2016? So let's have a look at the ongoing actions and also the interviews. First of all, I have continued in the very beginning of 2016 with the root cause analysis mini-series. We have had in the episode 29 the enhanced cause effect approach, which is still my preferred way how to describe root causes and to evaluate situations. In the later on episode 46, uh, it was a topic about uh, that you make the best out of your root cause analysis and it was about the aftermath and how to proceed with your new knowledge derived from your root cause analysis. We have had a lot of general topics also. It was, for example, in episode 28, how to boost your logging. I tried to bring you guys some details about how I think logging in your embedded systems projects, in your embedded systems systems, could be yeah enhanced, could be, um, be more appropriate for this particular situation to be embedded. We have had also a situation in uh, episode 32 where we're discussing about deadline pressure, which is familiar to most of us, and I give you my two cents about this topic. The Embedded World exhibition was topic in episode number 30, and I have given you my yeah my impressions as I was on the, as I was in Nuremberg for the exhibition, and I got a lot of details inside. But most of all, I think the the main benefit of visiting this exhibition was to to get in touch with several interview partners. I will just remind later on, and the last episode, the episode 50, here was about free pickings from the Embedded Software Engineering Congress, which is now the most recent episode, but this is also some kind of a general topic we have managed. When one of the main topic over the whole year, so it has had a broad attention here, was the DevMatch Project miniseries. It started with episode 37. We were discussing about what are DevMatch projects. Even the name itself should be more or less self-explaining. However, how to handle this kind of special situations in projects, I described in episodes 39, 40, and 41. And then I started later on with some kind of a short or a little experiment about is it possible to have in a more technically related podcast something like a personal improvement story embedded? In episode 47, I started in um, why I think managing time is not possible at all and you should avoid it. In episode 48, and that was my personal highlight for this year, I introduced you my 
idea or the, the tool I'm using to get out of my comfort zone and how to handle my personal pain. At that time, I referred to Phil Stutz and Barry Michael's book, The Tools, which is a very good source for personal improvement. In episode 49, then we discussed about how to improve communication. It was some looks behind of the scenes of successful communication. I and, I and I introduced you some details you can use by yourself to look at your own communication and say, okay, hold on, where is the opportunity to get better in it? How, how is the way how I will be better understood and how what can I do for that? When we have had several very interesting, very um, very pleasurable interviews and also chats. It started at the very beginning of the year with Oleg Nenanchev from CloudBees. We were discussing about Jenkins and its possibilities for continuous integration, continuous building, continuous testing. It was followed after the Embedded World exhibition with the first interview with Geronimo um, Castrion Mazo from Selexica in episode 31. We were discussing about multi-core instead of single-core CPUs. So handling especially legacy code, which was originally designed for single-core CPUs, and how to migrate it, potentially also automatically, to multi-core platforms. In episode 33, I prepared the episode 34 belonging to virtualization. I gave you some introduction and also backgrounds about what does virtualization on systems mean. And in episode 34, I have had as my guest person Ismagulov and Alexander Smirnov from Ilbus Technology. We have provided their Mango Bar Metal Hypervisor and we were discussing about details and realization of virtualization in embedded systems. And it was followed by the episode 36 I have had as my guest in the show, Andre Nikishin from Kaspersky Labs, who was discussing with me about security in embedded systems. Later on, something starting in the middle of the year 2016, we have had the topic about requirements engineering. I get familiar at the systems engineering bar camp in Berlin with Joachim Reinke, and Joachim is a very specialist for requirements engineering. And I started in episode 38, where we both were discussing about why do we need requirements engineering. It was followed in episode 42 with the topic how to relieve our pain with requirements engineering. And it was finished in episode 43, where we has had, have had as additional guests Jordan Kuriakidis and Trevor Bradley from Curay Corp. And we gave a detailed example how a tool can support you in the requirements engineering. That was the first time I have had three guests in the show simultaneously. Well, it was really a marvelous experience. And the, the series of interviews was finished in 2016, as I have had Mike Finkston in the show in episode 45, we were discussing about how to maintain derailed projects. That was more or less the retrospective of 2016 rough overview for you. One question I was asked for is, Georg, how much time do you spend for having a podcast episode be ready-made? And well, to be honest, I have not even considered it. I have simply done it. Uh, but also I got a short reminder, a short head up, heads up by my by my wife saying, you're spending quite a lot of time. And I was a little bit interested to see, okay, how, how long does it effectively last? And 
If I say I started more or less with the idea of a topic or idea of a podcast episode, this is something which pops up ad hoc. So I plan it in the in the episode schedule more or less for half of a year and I have these things in mind even months before. And this is something which is, for me, it's essential to have the topic in mind already weeks before, even months before, because my subconscious mind is then working on this topic already. And very often I, I'm doing a walk, I'm doing some workout, or I'm out in the garden for working, and suddenly it pops out of nowhere. I have an idea. And then I pick up my, my voice recorder, so the, the, the iPhone with the voice with the voice recording app, and I, I put in these details. And very often I directly store it into Evernote where I collect for most of the episodes the details. Finally, it comes to the detailed preparation. For a solo episode, it's something like three to four hours. So I have to spend, I have to split into several separate actions. I have uh, the Evernote details available. I create a mind map with all the details inside. I'm just doing that also now. I'm looking at moment in front of the screen. I'm sitting in front of the screen, having the mind map with a rough skeleton of this episode in front of me, which I was considering it before. Lasted something like one hour. And for the regular uh, solo episode, if I have to go, the, if I have to dive deeper, and how, and I have to phrase things and evaluate things and analyze things, it lasts at least three to four hours to prepare it, and to collect all the details. And I don't account this all the uh, this uh, collection of of details, collection of thoughts and ideas in the months before. But anyway, something like roughly three to four hours for an interview episode. It looks a little bit different. I have the invitation and preparation for the interview to get familiar with myself. Okay, what's, what is the topic about? And I have roughly one hour. And I, when I have to become even more familiar with the topic in front of the episode to remind myself what's the topic, where are we, what do I know, and so on, it's something like one to two hours. And then, of course, I have to compose the questions. That's, again, sometimes some kind of tricky because I don't want to have... Um, yeah, I, I have to. Uh, I have to determine the level on which I want to raise the questions. Are we on the beginners level, intermediate, advanced? So I have to go back and forward, even in the in the episode itself. So I have to collect many more questions than the one which I effectively raise. For example, Tuesday this week, I have recorded an interview with Ben Gerob about uh, leadership in in um, in companies belonging to the topic of micromanagement i will i will most likely release that in in new year and i have had something like i think 20 25 different questions but finally we ended up i think with roughly three or four questions so that's very often you have to prepare to be prepared for a lot of details and it overall the whole preparation phase if it's for the solo episode so or for the interview episode lasts something like about three to four hours when I record the episode, that roughly lasts one hour. When I have the post-processing, I have to do the cutting, that regularly lasts something like 1.5 times of the recording duration. So regularly something like 1.5 and 2 hours. When I have the publishing phase, where I have to... Oh no, sorry, I forgot, I have to write the show notes and uh, provide a picture. And Spark, that's Spark by Adobe. Spark.adobe.com is a very handsome tool to combine a picture with some text. 
and you have different fonts, different templates, and so on. Give it a try. It's for free. And uh, it's a marvelous tool to create exactly this kind of headline pictures I'm, since I think episode 20, 22, 25, in use. So that's this one here. So for post-processing, it lasts something like 2.5 to 3 hours. When I have the publishing itself, so I have to put it into uh, WordPress, do the SEO, do uh, the summary, um, and so on. So it's some stuff, and very often it lasts between half an hour and one hour. And then, of course, the, the, the advertising, finally. So I have to do um, LinkedIn content or provide updates in LinkedIn. So I have also to compose these details. It's not something what I can simply write down in a matter of um, it doesn't matter. So I think it's really important to give you guys some kind of an understanding, especially Twitter is very challenging with 140 characters. Sometimes I really, yeah, it's, it's, it's a challenge. So it's LinkedIn, it's Xing, and it's Twitter. So, and overall, I have approximately between eight and nine hours per episode. That could sometimes, very seldomly, it's shorter. So I have had episodes which lasted only four hours, which were regularly the the holiday episodes where I have had not that much um, effort to provide in. And so it was four to five hours, something like that. But there were also longer episodes, especially, for example, about the Death March project. It was very often something like 10 to 12 hours uh, each episode. So you, you see, it's some time which is used for, for, for this purpose. Okay, so... This was only for answering the questions how long, how much time I do spend for, for this kind of, um, of action. Let's have a look at 2017. Beginning of this week, so um, no, the, the release will be released on Tuesday, so it was not Monday, it was the Monday before the last Monday, so it was the 12th of December. We have had a mastermind group meeting in nearby Stuttgart or in Stuttgart, um, it was very amazing because I got some kind of a clear picture. I got some kind of uh, of uh, direction of the further movement, especially in 2017. I wanted to continue with virtual teams and concentrate on leadership and project management topics. That has become clear for me. So that's the the goal for 2017. How do I want to continue with the podcast then? One way to go, which is up in my mind, and this is, which is definitely not the final way at the moment, I do not know the final moment, that's something which I want to maintain, which I want to discuss, and which I want to overthink during the days between Christmas and New Year's Eve and the first days of 2017. But one way which pops up in my mind is that I want to separate the Mastering Embedded Systems podcast to become a pure technical podcast. And in parallel when I want to raise either another podcast, like, for example, Virtual Team Dojo as a name, or Mastering Project Bytes, which might be also some kind of uh, valid name. Or, and that would be the real challenge, and I, I, I have so much, I'm, um, I'm so excited to think about that, to have, to have a YouTube channel to do it. I know it's a little bit more of work, maybe it's even much more work, but it's uh, I, I think I love it. So not only due to technical perspective, but also due to the fact that it's something completely new, something completely different, and I want to get in touch with it. And I wanted to raise some kind of webinars and perhaps also an online library with background information and handsome outlets for you guys. 
So everything at this moment is uh, is only in my thoughts, uh, only considering one way to go. There are also some other ways to go, and but nothing is is fixed yet. Nothing has been finished in its uh, in its overthinking. So you see, there are a lot of things ongoing, but first of all, I need some rest. So and that's also the reason I want to stop already now. I'm really happy to see that you guys are interested in this podcast oh something that just comes into my mind where is it here here okay the downloads the mastering embedded systems podcast has had up to today morning 15,217 downloads we have had in november 2016 1,507 downloads so for all episodes, it's not only for one episode, but in November, the system, so embeddedsuccess.com, was requested to download 1,507 downloads. And this does not count any crawlers, any bots, or something like that. It's real downloads. I have, I have approximately, I don't know it for sure, but if I see I'm, I'm regularly releasing on Tuesday, and on Tuesday I have a big peak in the in the download in the download ratio and i see something like regularly 220 subscribers on tuesday but they are only 30% of the regular downloads uh, there are something between 60 and 70% we who download after tuesday so i assume we are not the regular um, the regular subscribers or we are subscribers but we have a different period of downloading so we might be uh, informed about the download is available on Tuesday, but their podcast app, uh, their podcast app is only downloading once a week or twice a week, or it, I don't know. So maybe it, there are also subscribers inside. So and therefore, uh, they, if you want to give me, if you want to pass me a Christmas gift, if that would be really a pleasure for me, then please go to iTunes or Stitcher or Podcast or wherever you prefer and subscribe to this channel. I will see it and will, will be really thankful. Okay, this was now the last episode for 2016. I, I'm very happy that I can provide something worthwhile for you. At least I hope that it's worthwhile for you. And the download, the download number seems to be promising, especially if I keep in mind that this is a very, very niche um, Embedded systems is nothing for the broad audience. I will never have thousands of downloads per episode. This would be something... No, I, I don't think so. It's too much niche. But I'm really happy that there is something worthwhile in for you. So if there are any questions, any details which pop up in your mind, so as again, do not hesitate and drop me a note. All details, also about today's show note, in, under embeddedsuccess.com slash episode 51. You know that, guys. Now, I want to wish you a very pleasant, peaceful, and relaxing Christmas time 2016. Do not work hard, too hard, or do not work at all. Take care for your loved ones and take care for yourself. We'll stay in touch. I'm Georg Lohrer. Thank you for listening.